to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering the Big D Season 1, Episodes 9 and 10, Chris. Now, where would you like to start today? Well, we are at the end, Dave, and this has been a different season for us. I've enjoyed this, I think, a lot more than what I've read online, what people have done, some of our... Uh, friends and listeners and that who've been saying like it's not bad it's not bad i've actually got involved in all these characters don't mm. know why dave i don't know why i think you <laughs> hit the nail on the head like yes it's only 10 episodes chris and you, you're correct uh, i think with this the episode now we get this thing where they talk to the parents on the screen don't they so so you've got a, a few things where they're talking and that i did like alexis's mum though fucking oh she laid into devon and, De- and devon's been very open about his he keeps saying about his temper, doesn't he? And, and mm. like, you know, she even said at some point in this situation with Dean, it had just absolutely nailed him one. He'd have chinned him or something, wouldn't he? He wouldn't have even fought. So she said, I can see growth there. But she'd give him some home truths. That was obviously an issue when they split up. There's obvious things, obviously, you know, from both sides. But I did like that. I thought, oh, this is good, this, because it's actually honest. It's not like The Bachelor, is it, Bachelorette? You know, the old classic <laughs> where her dad turned up, what's called the presenter, and it's like, well, where's the camera? You know, he knocks yeah, on the door. Yeah. Did, 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 did. Oh, hi, Daddy, the camera. You know, we were pissing ourselves, laughing. Oh, like, I wasn't expecting you. It wasn't expecting you. The camera crew over what my the shoulder. What is this camera crew <laughs> yeah, yeah. behind me? <laughs> yeah, where's, where's the one over your shoulder when you just knocked on the door? So I did like the honesty of it. I do think they're fucking presenters, Jordan Jojo, whatever she's called. They're fucking rubbish. Oh. They could be they could be AI, Dave. They are so wooden, them two. They've offered no real personality. They've not stepped in. As much as a slag off Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, who I think is a bell end, at least they will sort of have a bit of freedom to speak their mind. These two are just like auto cue robots, aren't they? It's like, hello, mm. we're now going to speak to your parents. Oh, great. Yeah, well done. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you that they are a bit shit. And, uh, but Chris, I mean, what a great gig. I know. <laughs> Someone came to us and was like, oh, we're going to fly you to Costa Rica and basically uh, add very little, really. Uh, we're not really going to challenge anything the, uh, the, the islanders say or anything, but, you know, fucking Costa Rica, in it, in this idyllic location. So... We'd be over there like a shot. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> let's, let's just, let's just uh, correct myself. You are there right there, Dave. But what did you think? I know I've jumped to Devon and Alexis because we had Casey originally, didn't we, to start with. Yeah, what did yeah. you think of this episode? Because I thought it started well, and then I've got a bit of an issue with how it ended, but we'll talk about that. So for Devon and Alexis, right, we've talked about this loads of times where – and and it's part of the thing that I find fascinating about reality TV because we get to see all of the facts, all of the context. We get to see it filmed. Whereas when people go off and they talk about whatever's happened, they represent it in a very different way. So, you know, in real life, you know, you always have to be careful. If you've got one side of the story, don't fucking jump to conclusions and and take that a hundred percent at face value because the other side of the story, you know, might represent it differently. Even though we've talked about this maybe a thousand times, and I, I try and practice it through my life. Honestly, it's something I have to constantly remind myself about because 
I've come into, or, or you know, through this series, I've kind of, I've, I've drank the Kool Aid, Chris, because both, you know, Alexis and and uh, Devon have been saying about what an absolute tyrant the mother was, and you know, she was interfering with the relationship. Chris, I thought she was a bit of a fucking legend, and what was clear that came out of that conversation for me when they were all there was he has got some real fucking anger issues not just yeah. like arguing over like cooking eggs or something but you know there's probably some stuff that's gone on there that she just does not the mother does not agree with at all and it sounded like she was in not the best relationship as well. So she can recognize those kind of things and won't tolerate it for a daughter. So I, I completely flipped. I was like, oh, no, the mother's got you pinned. And it's all right. You can say it. you're filmed. You're on a reality TV show. So you're not behaving like your true self, really. Chris, if me, me and you went on, we, we would be trying to be authentic but you've got someone pointing a camera in your face you wouldn't be a hundred percent yourself you know no. and so it's one thing doing it on the reality tv show and another thing you know practicing at home so i i thought that that was almost the highlight of episode nine for me was, was you know the 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 wake-up call for me again it's like oh yeah don't fucking just take what someone says even though you know Devin and alexis seem to be both on the same page you know in terms of the mother interfering and stuff but yeah after that call i i saw it a completely different way i mean how did you see that i think you're right i, I do think you're right i think what she was saying was just pure honesty you're right about having him pegged. It's just like, no, she's got your number. There's things that we'll never know about on this show that they won't disclose. I'm not saying he's uh, he's been physical or anything, but has he been in fights with other guys? Is there something going on there? There's something that's been inherent and consistent. It's historical things with him. That's mm-hmm. obviously one of the reasons they split up. I'm not saying she's innocent or anything, but it's all pointing towards that. And he's even calling it out himself. So obviously that was the reason they broke up. Mm. I don't think it helps that he's got the internet fucking troll on his shoulder. Dean just fucking pushing his buttons. Oh, Cause Dean is that. dying for Devon to give him a crack just to fucking get my booted off the show or something like else. And what I was saying before was I think with them and, and it carried on into the next episode anyway, into the last episode, but we talked, I'm just moving on slightly, if that's okay. Casey was, why did she get a text? Like, why did she get a text off Brooks? And mm. I'm going to the last episode. Obviously, the story is because they bring them back. And that's why all of a sudden we, we know that she can use a phone and Brooks is sending these text messages. Is it a bit of a producer setup? I don't know. But that's obviously why. But when Dean comes back, straight away he's on Devon again. Straight away, Dave, like Devin gives it him back, but it's like, I'm not saying that Devin is completely innocent, but he's sort of like, it's like the producers have gone, go on, just, just give him a bit more. We need some <laughs> sort of eruption. And that's, and it, and it doesn't matter what's happened. Dean is there in Devin's fucking, you know, as soon as they start, it's, he's on him, isn't he? And I can't work yeah. out whether it's like that big brother thing where he's looking out for him and he sees a bit of himself in him and he's trying to make him a better person but to me it's like a keyboard warrior and then it's like fuck it yeah whatever you know like the old twitter trolls oh fuck it and he just he just keeps fucking pushing his buttons doesn't he yeah i i 
I mean, Dean, what a knob. Uh, yeah. Straight, straight <laughs> off the bat. Bad. I mean, he just yeah. is an absolute tool, and he, he's shown himself up, I think. And, uh, you know, the way he's going after Devon, and, and the thing is, you know, if someone's at you constantly, you, you've only got so much energy to deal with that before you erupt yourself. You know, and, and in that enclosed space, you can't just walk off. But the, the thing I've kind of really enjoyed about this series, Chris, is because there are so many bell ends, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yep. many bell ends on this, you know, for many different reasons. And it's like, especially the divorce couples, a lot of them, they just bring out the absolute worst in each other. And I have to say, I, I do think this, watching this and how people interact without respect for each other is probably quite triggering for a lot of people. A, a little bit triggering for me as well. It just seeing especially let's talk about casey and brooks later but you know the the fucking venomous way that they're going after each other it's just you know and you wouldn't if you were speaking to a stranger you would treat them with with respect you know you and humility but all that goes out of the window when you know someone who you've been really close to and then you're, you're not anymore so it's, it's really terrible but but dean you know what I kept thinking, Chris? Have you seen that gif of Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> She's like pointing at everyone. Yes. Yeah, kept, yeah, yeah. I, just, I couldn't help it. It just immersed itself into my mind's eye. But let's say it was something like, you know, you're a C next Tuesday. You're a C next Tuesday. <laughs> Because like, just half the cast are just absolute bell ends. But, you know, I, I think the Dean we saw before Amber came in was the act yeah and i i you know again we haven't we're seeing an edited version so there could be some other things where maybe dean has been uh he's caught the rough end maybe devon has been worse to him but it just seems to me he's just like a self-centered prick and <laughs> just like once once he's got the bit between his teeth he, he's just going to go after someone but yeah, I just thought he was probably the worst of the lot, wasn't he, Dean? I think so. I think so. He never never reflected, did he self-reflect or anything? I think, well, why no. is he saying this about me? Just purely. He, he, his game got rumbled pretty early, and I think that was the problem. He was on sort of a PR mission then to prove he wasn't. But I don't, I mean, they never really featured Amber either, did we? He came back in with her, and they never really featured her or, or anything. It was just censored on them. It's, it's just yeah. strange... It's a strange dynamic, and, and just moving on slightly, he's, I was talking about Casey, Dave, fucking Brooks, he's a complete cock. And I'm telling you yeah. now, having watched that episode 10, he was definitely on the marching powder there. He was fucking definitely on something because he was mm. he was wired in that like, that episode when it kicked off. He's so triggering towards her, and Ben even comes to speak to him. I mean, Casey's like, I wanted to be with someone who's the opposite, basically, of Brooks. Brooks is a wanker, Dave. He's an absolute wanker. He thinks he's something and he starts slagging her off saying, oh, I bought you a car and all this. And it's like, what a prick. You know what? It's yeah. been great for us watching it. I was like, fuck me, this is fucking great TV. But I just thought it was so triggering for her. And she even said it like, you have such a hold over her, emo her emotions because of what he's done. It's just an absolute gaslighting wanker. And I was so glad that he didn't get anywhere near the final. Yeah, I, oh, I, this this is probably the most triggering bit of the whole series, I think. And in that argument, uh, the back and forth, I, I was trying to catch everything, but you know, it, it, 
there were so many insults flying back and forth. It was hard to catch everything. But it seemed like, you know, they'd split up. And he was saying he'd bought her a car, but he was paying for her gas as well. Yeah. Like, even now. And one of the things I guess that that is, I don't know, a a little bit unclear to me is I think a lot of these have been more recently divorced. So actually, they haven't sorted everything out yet. So it it seems, I mean, fucking hell, let's get on to Jillian in a bit. But Oh, um, my God. (laughs) But, you know, they, they just haven't been able to do that clean break and get away from each other. And, you know, it's after he was saying about the car and the gas and stuff, and she was saying, well, I could have gone, you know, half after your business or whatever. Getting serious for a second. Unfortunately, this is where it gets really toxic. And especially when kids are involved, it all gets fucking horrendous. And and the problem is it just fundamentally is messy. You know, if you've spent a long time with someone and then you've – You've made all these decisions and all these kind of big purchases together, you know, and when it comes to divvy them up, you know, you, you, no one ever comes out a winner, really. You know, everyone feels a, a, a bit fucking hard done by or whatever. But I, it's a good case for, like, unfortunately, sometimes you do have to get a third party involved to, like, sort all this shit out. Because, you know, they've obviously... Try. It seems to me they've tried to be sort of semi-amicable with it, but actually, you know, she wants to to detach. She just sees him as like a friend, but who has a massive fucking negative uh, impact on her as well. Yeah, but he's just still trying to get back with her. So allowing him to pay for the gas, right? Well, she's thinking, well, yeah, but I could have gone, gone after your business. But they probably never had that conversation. So she's just making the assumption that she's, you know, she's making this concession. Whereas he feels like he's got some sort of power over her then. By paying for a gas, she kind of owes him something. And so that that's just where it's like, look, guys, you, you just need to fucking break completely and i'm not happy that they you know they were still going on about this going into counseling thing why cut this fucking person out of your life that's it that's the only way that someone might disagree with me completely but i just think when it gets that toxic and and that amount of controlling and a negative impact on you know both people you know, all of this, I, you hope you find your soulmate and whatever, and they bring out the best in you, and they, you know, make you better than what you are. But but when it gets to this point, they make you worse than what you are. And so I, I just think, that fuck the counseling. Just fucking move to a different state or something, or just get out of each other's lives. That is a closed chapter now, and you just need to both accept it and move on. Yeah, and and you, I mean, what a great idea, Dave. You know, you've still got a lot of like financial and and thingy baggage. Just go on a fucking reality show. That that's the, the ideal <laughs> yeah. thing to thrash everything out on, isn't it? I mean, taking emotion back from the fact that I think Brooks is an absolute, as you would say, a thunder seeing next Tuesday. Um, 
maybe it's that. Maybe Casey's just lived in a fucking dream world for the whole time they were together. And it's like, he supplied everything. And she's just like, well, I want my car filling up. And he went and did it. And then now she's like, I'm so hard done to. I don't know. But he's a triggering fucker as well. I think he's got some issues there. But he was definitely laced there in that last episode. But it was great. Again, great TV. Because you'd watched it before me and you were like, oh, it's good, this. And it was both good episodes. I mean, going on to David and Angelique, obviously their relationships followed. It's You'd said it from the start. It's a passion thing. It's all about, you know, they've obviously had a bit of action. They've, they've you know, they talked together, but when she came in, Angelique had one thing in mind, you know, she needed to get with somebody that she got with David. They looked quite happy, very passionate together, but ultimately they said they were going to split up in one scene and the next scene, she's fucking getting horny because he's not speaking to her. And I'm like, and she's got her legs wrapped around him in the pool and, and I'm like, all the well, girls no, are just like... Because he wouldn't take no for an answer. That's yeah, what she's getting all horny about because he was being dominant. And I'm like, well, this is a fucking weird toxic yeah, message. Yeah, it's just like, and the girls are like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, like they were just, you could see they were just like, fucking not again, you know. So ultimately, I think their relationship was doomed from the start. But enter Gillian Dave, who is an absolute <laughs> wanker. And she's horrible. I'm sorry. She's, I don't know what's happened in their relationship again. We're only judging this TV show. But talk about being smug and being arrogant. I thought mm. she was horrible in these two episodes. Really, really horrible. And all the things she was saying to, to David was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm so happy that you're unhappy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We don't know oh, what he's done to so her. It's just you. Horrible. Yeah, I, I think uh, I agree. And you know what? I'm, I'm really conflicted about Gillian Chris because I thought she almost stole the show in these last two episodes because yeah. what an utter fucking see you next Tuesday. Chris, I think she is almost on the level of Olivia from Australia Maths. Yeah, I yeah. think if she'd have stuck around for a bit longer, that's the level that she could have got to. Yes. Because talk about fucking passive aggressive. And I talked about before, like, you know, in, in, in that relationship and, you know, being ground down and being less than the person you are. Fucking hell. I, I actually think David deserves a fucking medal if he stayed with her for any length of time whatsoever, because she's almost like a, an energy vampire. You know, someone who's just going to follow you around and give you negative fucking smart ass passive aggressive comments. Yeah. And just chip away at your soul every fucking day. So I, I pity the fool who is uh, <laughs> who is going to end up with her uh, after this. But yeah, fucking horrible. I, and, and not just to David, but to Angelique as well. You know, proper like bitchy nastiness, mean girl stuff. And um, I'm just annoyed that obviously Angelique went off and had a bit of a cry over what they said, but I kind of wanted her to just retaliate and fucking go back at her. Yeah. You know, even though if she had, then she'd have done that Olivia thing, you know, where it's like, mm, getting, getting out of order. I'm just saying, I'm just speaking my truth, you know, yeah. and, and this kind of thing. So she, she wouldn't have won if she'd have done that anyway, but just, oh God, what a cracking villain, Chris. I agree, and I think you're right. She'd have eclipsed anything Dean's done. I don't think Dean's been a villain. I just think he's been a bit of a cop. But she had that baddie energy. And I, mm. I must admit, we didn't really see it. And I was like, oh, 
And it wasn't like one of them. You can imagine her with her fucking mates going, oh, did you see how I dealt with him? Yeah, you know, you, you blah, blah, mm. blah. And it was like, but you come across really poorly, which is what we need on these shows. But anyway, that, I was... But, you know, but her friends will think David is, is the yes. devil incarnate. Yes. Because she'll, yes. she'll have been telling him all these stories about what he's done and stuff. And and how he's basically the devil, and and so they they'll they'll take her side, understandably, because that's why they're mates. And and you know, again, it's what I was saying before about people often have to, but it is a, a an inbuilt thing within us. We'll just take the facts and and draw our conclusions too soon, probably. But um, yeah, what did you think though? I mean, David did seem a bit more loved up. I don't really think he was massively overboard you know we've seen a lot of these shows and, and people get in too deep too fast i don't really think he was laying it on that thick but he was like you know i'm definitely interested in carrying this on and she's like oh i can't fucking take this commitment and when she turns up like an extra out of austin powers <laughs> like uh, fucking just throws him under the bus makes him look yeah. like an absolute dick in front of his family <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, mate. Just just detach danger or squeeze a few extra days out of this one. Knock yourself out. You know, swing from the fucking lampshades. Give her a dirty Sanchez. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, just have a lot of fucking fun. And that's it. It's a holiday romance. Free, all-inclusive holiday. Knock yourself out. But that, then, it, like say, you mentioned before, it got weird because he was like, no, I'm not taking no for an answer. And she's like, oh, it makes me so horny when he's like, that. it's like, fucking hell, you are, you do need to work on yourself. And and to be fair, I'm kind of glad she came to that conclusion. And it, it was interesting, the, the conversation she was having with Casey, I mean, it's a bit weird because Casey and Ben were kind of like together, but. I thought it was a very honest conversation she was having that, you know, when things are good, Angelique, she's not asked about Ben. Yeah. Doesn't even think about him. You know, she's just having fun. When things are bad, then, you know, she's thinking of Ben. Yeah. It was good for her to recognize that and kind of verbalize it, even though I think saying it's Casey who's romantically involved with Ben is probably not the right person, but but that was a, a good thing and, and just honest, that's that's how I feel. But also utterly not fair to Ben. You can see that probably historically, you know, she's got to a, a really bad place in various relationships. She's run back to Ben and he's sort of thinking, well, well, you know, there could be something in this, you know, maybe we could rekindle stuff. She built he helps build her confidence back up and everything, and then she feels great and then she's off you know, uh, seeking out someone else. So, yeah, really, really interesting, Chris. No, honestly, I'm with you. And she always looks like, Angelique always looks like when you see them films where the bride's been at the altar and her makeup's just run down her face. She's always, like, <laughs> so upset when she's with Casey because they were calling um, Gillian out quite rightly in the in the video room. So just... Mm. Yeah, bad energy. Jilly needed to be here for the whole 10 episodes, Dave. I'm sure yeah. we'd have had the fucking... I agree. The whole Olivia vibe about her was just perfect for this show. Um, but ultimately, Dave, Devin and Alexis won the 50K. So I was interested. I didn't realise there was a money thing at the end of it. I don't mm. remember anyone saying it. They, they told us in episode nine about this. So that was interesting when they got everyone together. Um and they were the judge, jury, and executioner as such, I suppose, you know, the ex-contestants, which, again, 
I mean, Devin and Alexis won. I'm glad Dean wasn't the judge because I don't think they'd have won, Dave. I think he'd have been saying, no, no, no. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. It was a bit of a strange way to do that. But ultimately, mm. get £50,000 to settle in for their family afterwards. And I will say to you, Dave, you do know I've got a where-are-they-now situation with it, each nice, one. Nice, nice. Because I, I must admit, because of the whole interaction with the mother... I was I was rooting for Ben and Casey, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I just thought, okay, if Devon is, is going to work on himself and he really backs it up and puts the work in, but that isn't something – that's not a light switch thing. That is a months and years long journey to do. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, let's see where this goes but i guess that I, was, I was rocked by that conversation with the mother to be honest with that couple i, I from episode one i i think i said that, that you know they, they've got a good chance of rekindling that and i was fully in their corner at that point but i guess i just felt that for me if i was doing the voting I, i'd have probably gone ben and casey yeah well, that's a good good call good call so dave do you want to, where are they now? I do, I do, Chris. And I haven't okay. looked at these. So, the winners, Alexis and Devon, Dave, uh, 50 grand in the back pockets. Are they together? Our survey said. Well, hold, um, hold on. Let me, let me, oh, you've told me now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let me, let me have a guess and, and then fail miserably. Have a guess at the, other, have a guess, uh, Dave. I am going to say they're not together. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, uh, so I was going to guess that because, yeah. I, as I've just alluded to, there, you know, these issues, these real complex, you know, deep-rooted issues, I, I think take a long time and a lot of hard work to get through. And I think probability-wise, yeah, they they probably would have ended up splitting up, you know, because yeah. you're not, you don't have. You're not always on an all-inclusive holiday, are you? No, no. So you, you, your issues when you get back to real life are different. And life is fucking hard for yeah. everyone. You yeah. Know? But when you've got all of this stuff to work on as well, it's really fucking hard. So, yeah, I, I'm afraid the, the chips were stacked against okay. them, I think. Okay, okay. It's one out of one then. I'll give you that one, one out of one. So the next couple, or the thruple, Dave, is... Casey, Ben, and Brooks. Did any of them get back together, stay together? No. Where do you think we are? No. I, th- I, I think, think I, I, I liked, out of all the, the various couples, and, and I guess we haven't talked about Thakur and Joe again, he fucking came in as if he's Dr. Phil, didn't he? You know, yeah. Tried, tried to dish out his fucking love advice. Um, I kind of feel like the, the, the interaction with Casey and Brooks Everything is still too raw. So step one, right, detach completely. Get to that point where you can have a clean break. And they, they have got kids. So I wasn't sure about it earlier in the series, but it seems like they do have kids. So that makes it harder. But get that clean break. Sort all that shit out. I get the impression Casey's kind of living a little bit of the wildlife, you know, pre this show. She's having a lot of fun. She was saying she normally goes for the football players and whatever. I think she's got a bit more of that to do. And even though Ben seems like, I mean, he's Mormon and he seems like one of the nicest blokes in the world. Um, I, I, and I just think 
they're not going to last the distance. Fuck knows what Brooks is doing, but probably stewing in his home, counting his petrol receipts or something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so not not any of them together in any combination. That's two out of two. So I have updates. Ben, we don't know what's going on, Dave, but Casey is now a social media content creator, which as I'm, reading, yeah, as I'm reading all this bullshit, <laughs> I do think that these lot of all co- in America, they finally cottoned on to how lucrative this, these shows can be in the UK. To, so obviously, but, but this is the shot, Dave. Brooks, he's got his own business firm, but he's got over a million followers on TikTok now and 86,000 followers on Instagram. So he's doing the same. But he's got a Hawley's firm, so that is, um, yeah, that's not a shock to us. So two out of two. So the next couple, Dave, Ariel and Blair. Oh, not a chance. Um, <laughs> just I want to pick you up on, on some of that because I, I think in the US they, they were further ahead of us in terms of the social media stuff. It's just The Bachelor was the flagship uh, kind of franchise the deals, like. yeah, and you know, and, and then you build up your Instagram following from that. So I, I kind of feel like that was the lighthouse. So that was way before kind of Love Island and stuff. And it's just all of these outlier one-off shows. But even for those, you know, it seems like you can build up a good following from it and not have to do any real work anymore. Well, fucking, I wish I could do that, Dave. Me and you, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll create some videos of me acting like a cock on a TikTok. I've done them. Look, they're all deleted. But anyway, so um, <laughs> are they together? You've said no. No. no okay, no. our survey said, <clears throat> correct, Dave. So I, mean, I should be ticking you, actually, not giving you the bad one. That's correct. So it's four out of, uh, three out of three so far. So she has now got, everyone's now got one and a half million followers, Dave. And um, Instagram, 44,000. But he isn't into the social media life. He's now a senior enterprise customer success manager for No Before. Don't want any of that means, Dave. It, lo- it looks like a load of drivel just to put on your CV. But there you go. So, oh, this is the best one. The pictures are cracker. So, DD and Facor, Dave. <laughs> I mean, they're not. This is easy. When we do the Love Island things or some of the other series, Love Island doesn't count, actually, because they, they do the reunion about a week after they're out. But um, <laughs> these are just such horrible couples, aren't they? So Didi and Thakur, definitely not together. Correct, Dave. And um, I've got to send you this picture, which I know I'll have to try and share this on our socials. But have a look what Thakur looks like now, Dave, or Fucker, as I was calling him. <laughs> Doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> Hold on. It looks like Coming he's coming through now. <laughs> what the hell? He looks like an extra off Yellowstone. He's now just like a fucking <laughs> cowboy or he's on the Rodeo, Dave. So, uh, no, they are not together. Uh, he's with somebody else. He's in a relationship. So that is a definite no-no, Dave. So that is four out of four so far. You know, and also showing the core. I mean, it, when you saw him from his wedding photos, he was quite thin, wasn't he? And then yeah. he's obviously been on the, the special sauce down the gym. Because oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's bulked up. But he actually looks like he's cut down quite a bit there. He looks now, good there. He? He yeah. looks like he's got curly hair, everything. Yeah, he looks... Uh, still a knob. He's, but, still, yeah, he's still a fucking bellend. But, um, so that, that's four. <laughs> out of four so Ali and David or Mims as he was called on the show Dave 
Oh, I mean, they, yeah, they won't be together. <laughs> Not um, so let me have a look. <laughs> That's five out of five, Dave. <laughs> Unbelievable work there. Ali is the proud owner of the Melty Chocolate, a bakery based in Fresco, Texas. And David has been in a couple of TV shows, Dave, as like American football and things like that. So he's still around football as well. So you are correct. So that is five out of five. Now, <laughs> basically, no one to see ever is the. the, the, the don't ruin it now. Do not ruin it. So, so the next couple is Gillian and David and Angelique, Dave. Now, I'm going to send you a picture. Who is that, Dave, on them pictures? Oh, so Gillian, I uh, don't know David who the and Angelique is. is. So is I that Gillian or Angelique? I mean, it looks like Gillian to me. She's lost a lot of weight. She's done really well, hasn't she? Yeah. It looks different. Is Gillian Dave correct? But the news is, Dave, they are... Oh, sorry. They are, or are they not together? Oh, no. Definitely not together. I'm useless at keeping secrets out. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they are not together. But, however, they will definitely not be together because Gillian has been with a guy uh, called Mike Schiavone, and they have got a baby, Dave. They welcomed daughter Lily Stella on the 2nd of February this year, so there is no way back. And apparently, David is just seemingly prefers to keep the details of his life under wraps, though we know so, he is presently based so, in San so Diego. So and and I know they filmed this. What was it? A year ago? Or something? No, it's longer than that. Then, if that's the case, yeah. But they they have a baby, and she was having a go at David about moving too fast with Angelique. <laughs> yeah, so when did they film this? Was so she she's pregnant? managed to yeah. She's managed to fill. She's managed to form this new relationship. Maybe get married. Maybe not. And decide to bring something else, you know, another human being into the world, which would have taken nine months to fucking grow. I, I think another fucking uh, data point of what a massive fucking hypocrite she is. And again, for me, I, I think she's another Olivia. We, we saw Olivia on Maths be that massive hypocrite. You know, she's having a go yeah, at Dominique so about doing... Uh, OnlyFans and stuff. Next minute, oh, I've got an OnlyFans page. Yeah, um, good point. I, that. Yeah, I, I just think personality-wise, I do think they're in the same kind of space. They they'd get on honestly, famously, they get on so well together because everyone else in the world would just be utter knobheads, and and uh, they could slag them off all day and make themselves really happy and toxic. That's true. That's true. Now, I have been trying, Dave, to find Dean and Amber together. I can't find anything. I've looked everywhere. I'm sure on the socials there is, but I haven't got the energy to go any socials or hers. But I would pretty much say it would be a clean sweep for you and you've got the victory ball of six out of six because they definitely won't be together. I, You know what? I would wobble on those two, though. You know why? Because the way Amber was defending him you know when the the group would basically say, "Look, you can't just fucking call out all women." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you know, we're, we're uh, manipulative. She was defending him, and she came in with a bit of a mission to get him back. And I think because he, he alienated himself more and more from the group, he ended up getting closer to Amber because of that. So I would wobble. I'm still going to go that they're probably not together, but weirdly in this toxic way i think they they would probably uh at least for the short term get back together but but long term no definitely be separate 
I think you're correct, Dave. I can't even find him. I've been looking as you're talking and I can't. So we'll just go with the not together. But uh, anyway, Dave, what an end to the series. And we've done this just about right because we know exactly what we're going to be starting very, very soon, aren't we? We definitely are. And and we have tried to do this for about four years and usually failed and ended up running multiple seasons at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but we've actually nailed it this time with a nice little filler series nice 10 episodes of the big day but chris we love it don't we starting this week is going to be maths maths uk season whatever is it 10 11 11, now in the uk Um, yeah i can't bloody wait and and the the thing is that the australians always the flagship isn't it that's always better but last year for uk maths was brilliant and and it just seems to me that you know through a little bit of uh, casting and and uh, the producers manipulating things and stuff they, they they look at the australian one and and try and you know get to that standard so i've got high expectations for this series chris can't wait mate honestly and i, I do owe everyone an apology in advance i've alluded to this but We've got the first week. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to, you know, we're going to uh, review it as normal. However, the second week will be a slight delay because somebody has booked a holiday and not realised that it is when maths on. And um, yeah, there will be no recording for the second week, but we will catch up when when I get back. So I do apologise, everyone, if you wonder where the podcast will be. Uh, but I can't wait. And I, I'm sort of thinking, I'm going to have to watch this while I'm on all day. Not because of the podcast, just because I'll be <laughs> just invested in great. it. So now, Sam and Jordan, <laughs> when we go away, Sam and Jordan do love the salt. So if around the pool, I'm sat there and I'm like, what are they doing? And, and they'll both be under a towel together. And I'm like, what are they doing? And they're watching fucking Emmerdale or Coronation <laughs> oh, Street. God. You know, like nine o'clock. And at that point, I jump in the pool and start swimming and stuff because I'm usually doing some sort of exercise. But... um. With this one, I'm going to be a hypocrite myself because I'm going to have to try and uh, get it off the Channel 4 app or something. But yeah, I end up having to pay for ITVX for them too so they can watch the show. Because apparently, Dave, it's too much, and I'm air quoting, I'm being dead cocky because she's not going to listen to this for a day or so, but it's too much when they get back to watch all these to catch up, Dave. So they'd rather just be close. But if you buy the pool, drinking a margarita or a Prosecco, I'm now creeping because I know I'm going to get a whack uh, when she listens to this. Um, it's probably a good thing, Dave. At least you can multitask. Let's just say that. You, you do. <laughs> so you pay for ITVX, presumably to watch it abroad? Three ninety nine. yes. For, for It's for the adverts. So you don't get the adverts when you I put mean, it on. You know, you could do what a lot of our listeners do, Chris, and get a VPN. You From could even Nord get VPN. Our, yeah. our very own affiliated NordVPN, yes, which is in the correct. show notes. That is and correct. then you could watch all the different things that are in the UK. It's almost like we knew what we were doing there, Dave. That's a very well, good clearly, idea. You're, you're paying for ITVX, one single channel. <laughs> <laughs> you're paying three ninety nine a month. So it doesn't seem like we all know what we're doing. <laughs> it's only for the month we're away. It's me. I don't even watch it, and I'm going to have to pay for it. There's something going wrong here, Dave. I'm getting shafted. Anyway... Big thank you to everyone. Thanks to you, mate. We're in a good series, this. I've enjoyed it. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I know we, we just threw it in there as a filler one, but this has been a bit more enjoyable than I thought, to be fair. So if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And we always get emails from Maths and Love Island. Love Island is usually the, the spearhead of interaction, but Maths always brings it. So if you've got anything to say about Maths, guys, please email us in, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. On social media, at cdrealitycast. Please get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Come and join us over there. 
there, guys. Uh, and if you want to get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast, if you want to support us a little bit more, massive thank you to everyone who supports the podcast, past and present. We do appreciate it. And if you do get time, please get onto your podcast captain app and drop us a review on the show. Uh, if you want to slag Dave off, that's fine. If you want to slag me off, that's <laughs> also fine. But we will both read them out with such glee and uh, you know laughter when we take the piss out of each other. So please send them, good or bad. We love any reviews. It just helps the show grow and gets us out there. So uh, thank you as always. So the roll call of honour is Kent Gustafson, Lucalulu Green, Lauren, Susan, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Chloe, Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Mag- Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, Nicola, Macy, Helen, Larissa, Amanda, Kim, Caroline and Danielle. So thank you so much everyone for all your support. It's amazing. Awesome. And uh, Chris, I, I believe you're all caught up, aren't you, to, what is it, your mum, my dad? I am, yes. <laughs> but it's only like two weeks, isn't it? Yes. So I, I do, on the side, I, I will try and see if I can watch a, a, at least a, a few of those and, and maybe we'll have we'll dr- drop in an opinion or, or we'll, we'll do something on that. I will catch up. I like the fact, I like these short series, Chris. These are my new favorite things as we're about to embark on. What, what is maths? Like two months or something? Or? Don't, don't. I mean, we're not going into Love Island, Australia. I promise you, I will not, can, I will not throw you. Because that. that took us up to fucking Christmas Eve last year. There's no way. <laughs> we Christmas, wasn't it? It's fucking it was like, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That trying to do fault. all Christmas shopping and watch fucking Australian Love Island. Are, 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 are you around, mate, to record? <laughs> no, I'm fucking not, Chris. No, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do apologise. We won't be doing that. But no, it's two months. But it, In fact, it's called My Mum, Your Dad, because I kept calling it wrong. However, okay. it's heartwarming. It's quite different to anything that we do. Like I said, it's not a money thing at the end of it. There has been a couple of contestants coming towards the back end of the week that have sort of shook it up a bit, but everyone at the moment, everyone's getting on and it's very nice to see human side. And there's loads of emotional baggage to unpack when you watch it. So mm. it isn't what you expect. You're not expecting like a fucking Brooks or a Dean or, or this uh, Jillian to come on and or like Olivia type baddies it's not like that it's filmed quite a high production thing but mm. yeah it's good it's been good and i think davina mccall's been good because she's got compassion as well towards mm. everyone so that's been quite nice to watch so no i'd recommend it mate honestly i've enjoyed it so far this week awesome well thank you very much sir thanks for that thanks for doing this series thanks to all our listeners out there thanks to all our supporters and we'll speak to you next time bye Bye-bye.